What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, companions, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Balance conducts some interviews. Raul gives his friend emotional support as Ortana receives news about her brother-in-law. Finally, en route to Elkin Marsh, the former criminals get to have some downtime. And in talking to their new friends, they discover their hidden talents and also learn of potential problems that our adventurers didn't realize they had. What can Homer transform into? How many lifetimes has Jens actually lived? And if true, what darkness did Demi take for Damas? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. Thumbs up, bright and early. Balance your watch was fairly uneventful. Um, the hell it was. You got to see your watch was fairly uneventful. Whether you had a lot of uh, mental baggage to go through, whether you were just checking facts and dates in your mind, or whatever it is that you were contemplating the future of the world. Um, either way, Rao's head is still in your lap and he's very comfy now. His hoodie's like pulled up over his head and he's just like bundled inside it and arms up around his head. Um he seems very comfortable, uh, apart from when you had to move him to go to take your patrols. Um, but yeah, everything seems nice and calm and quiet and you got to see the sun come up and it was a beautiful, glorious day. Um, you can, guys, as you're waking up and you're either coming off the ground or wherever it is you decide you're getting up from, um, you'd see that there is a thin layer of uh, like ice across uh, the kind of like sandy, uh, the kind of grass area that you're nearby to. Um, that's 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 the morning. Um is there anything anyone wants to say or do before we roll you forward? Not that I can think of. Nope. I think we're good. Just head out right. on the road. On the road again. Um, Homer goes inside uh, at the end of his watch and basically is curled up within uh, within the RV, RC itself just so that he's not in the sun. Um, 
seems to be happy there. Jens is also sitting inside the cart. She's not really one with the animals so much. Uh, so, you know, the three of you um, and occasionally Jens when she, you know, she's a little bit more sober, uh, you know, take charge of the animals and, and roll you forward. Um, the area that you're passing through is slowly beginning to change from farmlands and wheat, uh, small holdings, tiny little villages. Um, it's slowly beginning to change. It's giving way to kind of like a more foresty area. Um, the trees aren't particularly big. They're not the forest that you'd be used to up in Belligbud, nothing like that. It's just very thin trees. It's beginning to get very moist and damp in the air. You're not in the marsh itself, but you can definitely tell that you're making your way towards that kind of wetter, not quite so nice area. Um, the trees above, uh, the foliage above is beginning to block out the sun. Uh, it's still dappled, but it's beginning to block it out. Um, you stop and rest once or twice during the day, give the animals a chance to stretch, uh, um, so kind of like warm down and, and eat and drink. And you guys, you know, relax and you know have your daytime eating, drinking. I assume Raoul is going to be practicing with his swords. Are we sword practicing? He's got plenty of time. Would you like Zoltana to do some teaching? Okay. Let's do it. All right. You can you can strike another day as we go into montage mode when everyone else is like brushing down the horses and making food and drink and like, you know, um Jens is there like drinking it up and as we like go through this montage of the day, we see Zoltana and Rao just like, you know, going at each other with swords. Um Yep, you can strike another day off a fuel proficiency list. Um, I imagine it's like super anime style. <laughs> yes, oh my god, just really intense and dramatic. Just like clanging of swords, like flashing of steel all over the place. And it's totally not embarrassing at all for Raul to be fighting, like training fighting in front of fourfold people on, an, uh, on a weapon that he's fucking useless with. <laughs> totally not embarrassing. Well, um, the... Earth Dark Gnome is inside the RC, so he can't see you. Um, and Jens is probably a little too drunk to care. Um, the moment she got up this morning, she started drinking. Um, she sees you two like fighting and occasionally will throw out ideas or start throwing little fire bolts at the ground for you to dodge whilst you're fighting. She's giving you really? bad footwork. Terrain. Footwork. Yeah. Uh, Nosebleed. You have to. You have to. It's like dancing. I, I, don't, I don't really know. I've, I, I used to fight with swords, but I don't know more. Like, just. just Move more. And she just keeps throwing me. You do really good at dodging them, but it, it kind of hinders your sword work a little bit. But you still manage to uh, like strike a day of your uh, proficiency need. Oh, it's just so dumb. Uh, and then we go back to you guys traveling uh, through the evening. Um, as, you, uh, as you're traveling through and the branches are kind of like uh, creating like a, like a tunnel effect. So it looks like you're walking through a tunnel of trees. Um, as you're beginning to walk through, you can't see any light above you. I mean, the sun is beginning to set, um, so it's, it's pretty low anyway, but you can't really see much beyond like three, four, five, maybe six feet um, because of how thick this kind of like tunnel effect of these like leaves and vines and stuff is. Um, and it creates like a, uh, it begins to turn off to one side, begins to branch around to the right. And as you begin to turn this and you begin to see a bit further down the road, you see ahead of you that there is... Uh, a dwarven lady um, she has her, her cloak up and she's kind of like staggering forward um, you can't see any, any real details on this apart from that you know she's she's fairly she seems to be moving slowly and 
almost stilted um, as if she's not, you know, she's either really cold and just can't move properly or, you know, her, her joints have seized up. Uh, she seems to be travelling alone. Um, take a... Uh, whoever wants to be leading the animals at this point, take a perception check for me. That would definitely be raw. <sighs> Balance bad with animals. Good I'm not good at animals, but I will take one anyway. 16. 16. 14. Go ahead, dude. What? <laughs> You're on perception as well. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, what if I thought? 16. <laughs> three of you. Okay. Um, the four of you noticed that this woman is, sorry, the three of you noticed that this woman is uh, kind of like walking a very odd manner as if like she's a marinette. So like her her movements is very stiff. She's not bending her knees very much. Her arms don't seem to be like swinging properly. Um, and as you guys get a bit close, you begin to notice that on the grounds um, that there seems to be almost like a, a blood smear, like a blood like patter. Um, it's not ahead of her; it's behind her. You can't really see her properly because she has this like this cloak, this hood up. Um, but you can see this like blood trailing up to where she is. She's probably about forty feet ahead of you at this point. Okay. Uh, Balance is going to tell Rawl to slow the horses and then telepathically ping the two passengers that we uh, might have company. Yeah, Rawl seeing that is getting a bit spooked. Um, He stops the horses completely and (laughs) becomes very passive in his control of where the cart goes and probably just like (laughs) gets in the back of the cart. Again, imagine like a RV. So like, it's not just like jumping in the back of the cart with an open top. Like you would have to go around to the entrance at the other side. Like, <laughs> this is not okay. a cart cart. This is a recreational cart. Yeah, Raul looks scared. <laughs> that's, okay. that's all Raul he's going to do though. I'm not going to fucking get out of the cart. Raul looks nervous. Okay, I'm not getting so... out of the cart. I assume that the two peeps in the back are uh, aware then? Yes, yeah, they they've responded in kind. Like, well, I guess I'll be putting my cloak on. And Jen's like, I fight. I'm there. Um, and you just like hear like ruckus in the back as like she begins to move and get make her way outside. Um, um Balance is going to tell them tel- telepathically to hold until there's need for them. Uh, like Jen's is already like halfway out and climbing on top of the cart, um, okay. like on the roof, but just like laying down flat so she can see what's going on. Okay. Um. Uh, Balance is going to stand up and say, Ma'am, has something befallen you? Are you all right? You wouldn't talk to it. Okay. (laughs) Well, when you call it, Uh, are you you talking? That makes me question. No, there's no it. I mean, you know, you don't know what it is. Um, (laughs) Uh huh. Yeah, okay. As as you're looking over and you call out, uh, standing up on like the, the ledge at the front, um, the creature, the the dwarven woman, stops um, just in their tracks, and they slowly begin to like shuffle and turn, but they don't turn enough so that you can see their face. You just see that their head has turned, and they say, "I'm okay. You travel forward." I move out of your way. Can I get a read on their aura? Sure. See, something feels off. 
21 insight. <laughs> yeah, something's off. Um, <laughs> this is not the I'm concerned about what's going on. I don't want to be a burden. I'm in pain. No, this this reeks. Like you look at them and their aura is wrong. This is not an aura of a, of a living being. This is an aura of something not good. Um, this is an aura of menace and manipulation. Like the colors are very dark purple and very dark red. You can just see in the way they're moving that everything is a little too scripted. They are trying to pay on a sympathy and let you pass for nefarious reasons. Sultana is going to whisper to Balance, should I uh, try talking to her in Dorvish and see what happens? This is not... Whatever that is, I don't believe that's just your standard dwarf. There's something off. Her aura is very dark. Should we just pass and let her be? I think that's exactly what it wants. Uh, at this point, by you two chatting, like the dwarven lady, if that is indeed what she is, or it is, um, has made its way to the side of the road. They're kind of like in that little camber down uh, in tree lines so that you can pass through. Should, should, we, should we attack an old lady? No, I'm going to use exacting query on her. Sure, link it. As an action, you target one creature you can communicate with via telepathy. So if I can communicate with her via telepathy, then this works. And if it doesn't work, then that still gives me an answer. Uh, target must make an intelligence saving throw. On a failed save, the target truthfully answers one question you ask it via telepathy. All right. So that's an int save of 15. Yep, DC 15. Right. I fancy its chances, her chances. Oh, she passes spectacularly. Hmm. Well, Balance is going to ask the question regardless. What is your intention here? Why are you on this road? I find myself here. I am making my way to find a meal. And what is it you consider to be a meal? Meats and flesh. What are you? Truthfully. <laughs> I am just an old eccentric dwarf lady. Never trust anyone who describes themselves as eccentric. You're not fooling anyone. What I am is none of your business. Your intentions are, and your... vibe that you're giving me right now is not one of a pure intention. Uh, the old dwarf lady begins to make her way through kind of like the thickets and the vines that make up the wall of this kind of like foresty tunnel thing. She's heading in your direction, like the, the leaves and the vines and stuff are a little too thick to make her face out clearly. Um, but she just makes her way a little closer to you along this thing. So she's almost level with the horses. Uh, the horses feel spooked, like Raoul holding onto their reins. Like you can just feel them like taking steps back, but not actually. They're well trained. They won't take steps away unless you really make them. Remain <laughs> where you are. They definitely want to. Or we will attack. 
They stand still. What is your intention? To feast. Can I get a read if that's directed at us? Take an insight check. I have a feeling she's some sort of creepy monster. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Crazy. 18 insight. Yes, that's aimed at you. Balance is going to telepathically give a signal to uh, Jens to open fire. She misfires. <gasps> okay. No, don't do uh, that. She doesn't have a gun. Let's not do this. She can't misfire with a gun. She can if she's doing fireball. Spell attack, yeah. That's fair. Okay, you're sending a message. Okay, I guess I guess this means combat has started, guys. Um, yeah, no, I'm just a poor innocent old lady. No, it's not. You're just firing on her. It, no, it's not. It. <laughs> Initiative. It's fine. I don't know what you're talking about. Sp- oh All right, fuck! Everyone. All right, roll twenty. What's happening right now? Okay. What is going so, on? Phew. I need to roll independent chance. Oh, Jens did not do good. No. Do we get surprise attack, though? Wow. Uh, Jens does, yeah. She's <laughs> so What? I usually have such good rolls. <laughs> God damn it, Arch, stop stealing my roll 20 good rolls. Yes, give to me your high rolls. Oh, damn. Okay. I will not stand for this. Also, Casey, do keep in mind that your movement speed is a lot higher because you're on a wolf. I am on a wolf. Can't attack from a wolf. She doesn't have mounted combat. I think you can fight from the back of a wolf. I don't think the feat's required for it. It's not, but it's basically a disadvantage or some other bullshit. Is it? I'm not going to fight off the back of Karuna. I don't want her coat to get tarnished by the blood of this old lady. It's a wolf. <laughs> we got fun at games. <laughs> she still counts as a mount, though. Okay, uh, right. So let's go with... Uh, let's go... Uh, Jen's got a nine, hmm. uh, but she does have like the uh, surprise round. Um, the creature I'm currently naming IA, um, grandma, uh, okay. Uh, Casey, what did Zoltana get? Um, Zoltana got two. Oh boy. Oh boy is correct. Uh, Raul. I got a 20, not natural. Okay. Uh, the other one, balance. I got a nat 20, a 22. All right. I got two of Zoltanas. Stop it. <laughs> also, V, did you just add in an Eldritch Grandma just because of that joke from the last episode? Is that what this no. is? No. Is this Eldritch Grandma? No, it's just not Eldritch Grandma. Are you sure? This is something far worse. <laughs> it's Eldritch okay. Great Grandma. All right. So let's fire up Jens, shall we? Let's find out what stupid shit Jens is going to do. All right. You tell her to fire. Uh, she has been preparing some sort of fiery shit. And since I open her spell list, I will tell you what she does. Good thing we brought the firepower. Okay, there's only so long that I can deal. <laughs> okay, um... You see her lift her thumb. Uh, sorry, lift her hand in front of her. Uh, clench her fist and put her thumb up. And you just see her, like, take three really big breaths and kind of yawn. Um, and you see these three scorching rays fly out. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yikes, spell Grandma, attack. yikes. She going down. Uh, spells. 
Oh boy, that's a huge plus to attack. Oh, that was a natural one, so that one fails. No. That's a 20-something, so I'm going to assume that hits. And that's a 14 and that fails. All right, so one of these hits. Um, and you see, like, these, like, two fire, like, two rays of fire just, like, blast either side of what you're currently calling Eldritch Grandma. Um, and the other one just takes a squarely in, in the face. I'm going to say that the extra beams basically clear out enough of these vines that you'll be able to see what she looks like when this firestorm goes off. Oh, that's good. She rolled two sixes. Okay, so, yeah, you see... 12, uh, 12 points of damage. Um, oh, wait. Oh, and it's vulnerable. Uh, you basically see this fire just go massively off in this chest and she even looks surprised at what she's done. Um, and as you see the smoke beginning to clear away from the impact on this like old dwarven lady, as you would assume, the light that is cast by the fire, you begin to see her very, very clearly now. This is an old dwarven lady. You can see that her legs are broken. One of her legs is broken and mangled. You can see the blood, the dried blood on her leg. But what you notice most of all is that her eyes are white. They're the white that your eyes go when there's no life inside. You can see that her chin is broken and hanging loosely. You can see that her clothes are torn and shredded. But what you see most disturbingly are these tiny little, let's say wasp type entities that are glowing a white colour. And you can see the evidence of how the skin of this poor woman has been frozen over. As you see, these things begin to trail all over her body. They seem to be manipulating her limbs to move forward. And you can see this entity inside and as she kind of like tips her head back and opens her mouth wider, you can see a small stream of these kind of whitey, icy, waspy creatures emit, crawl over her skin and begin to disappear into her hairline behind her cloak. So that was Jen's go. I'm going to say she's about 20 feet away. Top of the round. That's me? Yep. Oh, go for shit. it. All right. Okay. Uh, well, you said there's a bunch of these like nasty-looking bug things all over. Oh yeah. All over her, or, or like, are they spreading out? They're basically all over her. They're essentially they're animating her body. Oh, lovely. This is a swarm. Ew. Yeah. All right. She's twenty. Uh, twenty feet away. Yeah, I guess say twenty feet. Cool. I'm gonna do a thing that I haven't done. Uh-oh. I am going to uh, I tried all of these. move to the side <laughs> so that the only thing in front of me is her uh-huh. and all these nasty bug things. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to Psychic Blast. Okay. It is a giant 60-foot cone of Psychic Go Fuck Yourself. Oh, that's a lot of damage. Uh, so as an action, you unleash devastating psychic energy in a 60-foot cone. Each creature in that area must make an intelligence saving throw, taking 8d8 psychic damage on a fail, or half as much on a success. Okay, so I'm hearing into that saving throw. Yep. Uh, that's a 10. DC is 15, so that is 34 psychic damage. 34. Damn. <laughs> Balance got that AoE, yo. All right. So the creature 
It seems to be doing not quite as much damage to the host as you would expect. Just, just gonna, just gonna give you that. Anything to the bugs? Uh, you see a couple of them like fall out of her mouth, dead. Um, the equivalent of say, say like seventeen of them. Yikes! I'm just giving that because. I thought it'd be unfair if I didn't explain how this thing works. Okay, these things are considered part of a single entity, not multiple. Uh, essentially, uh, what this creature does is it can split the damage between the host and the swarm. Yikes. Gotcha. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, and then whatever movement I have, I'm going to move back along the side of the cart. Back along the side of the cart. Yeah, yeah that's fine. You're totally able to do that. All right, uh, yeah, you see this thing, like, lift its... It basically, instead of, like, normally where it would grab its head and, like, oh, God, balance is giving me a headache. No, this thing just opens its mouth wider and you see these some of these dead, what, like, ice wasps hit the ground. Okay, um, it's now its go. Um, you see this creature lift its... and uh, basically animate the hand upwards. You see the ice wasps begin to form a ball in its hand and it expands and expands and it throws the ball forward. I need all of you to make dexterity saving throws, please. All of us? Ah. Yep, every single one of y'all. Fantastic. 11. 16. Oh, shit. 11. Well, the save is a 15. <laughs> so only me. <sighs> the so heavy armor-wearing dwarf succeeded. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, Jen's also failed. Um, Hold on. We get Zoltana's thing. You do. Uh, yes. It doesn't matter. That still puts us at only 14. Oh, uh, you're right. Yeah, it's a 15. Oh, but that does mean Jen saves. So sweet. Oh. Um, I assume you consider an ally. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, as... Homer's inside. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Okay. So he's going to break the cart. Not our RV. We just got this. Jesus Christ. On a D6, most of these rolls were ones and twos. Good. <laughs> All right. So those of you who failed, you take 26. I'm going to say flavor text. We all know it's a fireball. It's nice ball. Um, you guys take 26 ice cold damage, oh. whatever you want to call it. That's the Everyone half? Everyone takes 13. Oh, okay. Yeah, you guys failed. Oh, no, you guys passed, right? No, no you fa- guys no, failed. Me and Neil failed. Failed. Uh, failed. Yeah, failed. so yep. you take 26 cold and uh, Zoltana and Jens take 13. 13 damage. Oh, man. Because it's not fire, your RC isn't set on fire. <laughs> oh, man. That's real bad. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, and our max HP thing from the Heroes Feast is gone, isn't it? That's that's toasted, yeah. That's that's very, very gone. Um, and Zoltana, you also get plus one to all your saving throws because of the Cloak of Protection, if you haven't already. Yep. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. Wait. Oh, yeah, because you already have it. Yeah, Rawls wearing his cloak as pants, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, the plus one is already counted oh, into Casey's boy. and yours. Yeah. Yeah, and I've done it. Yeah, you did it for me because I couldn't do it myself. Yep. <laughs> okay, it is now Rawls go. Okay. Well. It didn't move, by the way. How far away is it? 20 feet. Man, I don't want to get close to it. <laughs> That's really unfortunate for your class. It is. 
I could breath weapon it, but it wouldn't do as much. So I think Rawl, Rawl does kind of look around and it's clear that this is very much a panic decision and not a bravery decision. He's going to run in. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know what to do running at it. He jumps off of the cart and Smash I'm going to acrobat through the air and, and kick her. Okay. So I get two attacks. Plus the bonus. And then if you key point, it's another. So I get yes. okay. three or four. Do three or four. Yeah. I'll spend a key point and do four. Okay. That's a good plan. <laughs> 21 to hit for nine. That hits. 22 to hit for seven. Uh, so you're double kicking her? <laughs> I land the first one and then I bloop, plop down and uh, I'm going to do a punch. And then. Okay. Punch. She's a dwarf, right? 24 to hit for five. Yep. Yeah, I do like a, a swinging sidekick. And then 26 to hit for six. Damn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude. Boy. It's Boy. 27 damage. Uh, that one just yep. pops her in the face because fuck it. I mean, I hit all, all of those above 20. I feel like I have to hit her in the face once because of that. You're just going to slap her or just like punch her? Is <laughs> that 27 damage? Yeah, it's pretty good for me. I'm happy. That's not bad. That's not bad. Um, yeah, it's it's good. Um, okay. Uh, there is a thing he can do, but I'm going to hold on to that. Uh, sorry, it's her. Yeah. They. There's a thing it can Would be. Would that be real <laughs> fucked up if I did a stunning strike on it to prevent that from happening? Uh, don't you have to declare your stuns first? Do I? I don't know. Click your ability and I'll make a decision. We can we can just say that that's the case. Uh, just oh no, it says when you hit it. Yeah, so you can do it afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then on that last one, because I will say that yeah, it's fair that I should announce them after each hit. Yeah. After that la- that last hit, I'll make a stunning strike and see if that passes. All right. So the con save of fourteen. Well, that was a natural two. <laughs> oh boy. It's stunned. Sure is. <laughs> well, guys, going to bring up the stunned. <laughs> <laughs> Rob did the thing. Let's go, Rob guys. Rob did a thing. Let's he did go. a thing. We're so proud of him. A stunned creature is incapacitated, <laughs> can't move, and can only speak falteringly. The creature automatically fails strength and dex saves. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. We're on us how to fight uh, dwarves. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> can't take actions or reactions. All right, man. Uh, okay. All right. It can't <laughs> do fuck all when it's next round. I'm just going to put a little X next to its name so I don't forget. Uh, oh, I won't let you. I know you won't, but <laughs> just in case. All right. Okay. Um, it is now Zoltana's go. You have a slightly stunned looking ice waspy creature <laughs> in it, front of you. Just slightly. You're doing that thing again where you like <laughs> put the name, put like your less cool thing in front of the cool thing that I did. <laughs> <laughs> It it's, does, it's not the thing right. that I did is not slightly stunning strike. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what you see is like a like a bunch of wasp like in a circle around its head. Like <laughs> yes, no. All right, you Beautiful. basically like, see you like, like when someone gets knocked out in a cartoon and there's birds. <laughs> yes, yes uh, except this isn't really happening. You just see a bunch more of That's these good, like though. waspy things hit the ground. Like you see, like the punch to the face, and almost as if, almost as if he's just punched all of the wasps out of the jaw. They've just gone flying out into the darkness. All right, Sultana. Well, I am going to use that to my advantage, and I'm going to do some attacks with Kalich, really great greatsword. 
Go for it. You jump off the cart or off of Karuna. Jesus, guys! <laughs> uh, basically, each hit has advantage yeah. uh, because it's stunned. So you can roll again in case you get a natural 20. So do another ah, two. You didn't. Uh, so we had 13 and 21. So 21. Yeah, that hits. So that'd be eight damage. Uh, so that's 12 more damage. So that's two hits. Um, that's all of your hits, right? It would be if I wasn't about to do... Oh, no. Bring down the holy thunder on this wasp-ass bitch. There it is. Are you smiting both of them? Yes. <laughs> a wise decision. <laughs> is it a fiend or undead? Oh, that's an exceptionally good question. It is, in fact, not a fiend, nor is it undead. It is, in fact, a bunch of bugs. (laughs) (laughs) Technically, it is a large swarm of tiny somethings. (laughs) It is a swarm of wasps wearing a trench coat. That's the worst. You're actually not far from the truth there. (laughs) Except it's wearing a dwarf. (laughs) All right, so, okay. You have literally created my worst nightmare. Like, I am really terrified of bugs and specifically of, like, flying bugs. And, like, the idea of a ton of... I'm assuming this is a ton of wasps wearing a dead person. Yes. And that is literally my worst nightmare. And and yes. I thought I couldn't have any more worst nightmare from a podcast. But nope. No, I'm going to have <laughs> literal nightmares about this. This is terrifying. And I, You're welcome. I, and I might need to make a note of this. Um. God fucking damn it. <laughs> Oh. Oh. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, so it's yeah, not a fiend you. Or undead. You slash twice. Yeah, it's not a fiend nor is it undead. You slash twice um, with Cal the truly great great sword, and as you swing down and hard to the left, you see a flash of his brilliance. Was it two D eight? No, sorry, not tear. You don't. No, you do tear. Yeah, yeah it is I'm tear. So it's twelve yeah. all together. As you see this flash of lightning come down um, with your streak of like uh, of, of like uh, basically following your blade, you guys see that it, Zoltana, you know that it does the damage that you would expect it to. Like you see that damage you would expect it to see it take. And so as you're telling me is that Zoltana is aware this is not a fiend or undead. Yes, you're aware that you don't do extra damage, but you're aware it's doing the damage it should be. Uh, okay, so that's your first your, your first uh, divine smite. What about the second one? No, no, that was both of them. I did them both oh, okay. together. I just thought it'd be Sweet. easier. I was like, oh, I'll roll 2d8. Because it's 1d8 Wait, per. Wait, so find some... Oh, it is one. Okay. Unless I wanted to do it at a higher level, but I'm not. I was doing it at first level. Okay, and it takes another 12 damage. All right. How's my night... How is this nightmare wasp woman looking? Uh, you have helped remove its jaw... Um, uh, there are a lot of dead wasps everywhere and sometimes as you've like swung and swung again you see that as you like the blade was going out the 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 lightning from the strike just like like took some of these bugs out midair because you know why not okay it is now that was Sultana Jens where did Jens go fuck yeah pray get it Jens got worse than a two did she you only got a two yeah Oh, in that case, yeah, I had to definitely run around. Whoops. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I was like, is Jen's just ah, that's fine. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm just going to say I'm going to let it be. Like, that's the order. Jen's for whatever reason. She got distracted. Like, she's like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> oh, wait, I should be killing this. Um, okay. She is drunk. She's a little, little drunk. Um, she's like that Jackie Chan movie 
the drunken master or whatever it's called. Okay. Uh, seeing that Zoltana had as much success with lightning, um, you see her stand up tall. She puts her hand in the air and you feel like a static charge, like building up in the air. And as you kind of turn to look at her, you see her hair just like thrown back with a static charge. She throws her hand forward and you see this, this chain lightning appear from her hand and just go smack this creature square in the chest. Um, it needs to make a dexterity saving throw. And I think it's failed. Hmm. Fucking chain lightning. Holy shit. Uh, it succeeds. Its uh, dexterity save is pretty high. Okay. Well, it, it fails, but it still takes 10d8 lightning damage. So. Uh, oh. For 30 damage. <laughs> uh, she rolled so many sevens and eights according to roll 20. Holy um, shit. And what would have been a very effective use of chain lightning because the creature kind of like its its nature of it being a swarm just kind of like parts around it and you see like mo- like half of this charge has exploded into the tree behind uh, this this creature. Um, it still takes a hefty 30 lightning damage though um, and it takes 30 lightning damage. Um, all right, okay. Um, it's now the top of the round. It's uh, balances go. Hi. Hi. So Zoltana's up in that bitch, right? Don't say oh, it yeah. like that. <laughs> Jesus Zoltana Christ. and Rao are in the good up way. In this creature, it's All not. Right. You're up it with a sword. That's what we need it to doesn't... know. Zoltana's in its grill, in its face. There we go. Don't, it's grill. Don't say. Yeah. Don't say I'm up in her with a sword. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is kind of the point of the sword is to put it in the thing. Okay, so until it stops moving. Okay, I, balance. What I, are you doing? <laughs> I'm just gonna look at Zoltana and say, "Keep hitting it until it's dead." <laughs> and I'm just gonna command a striker. Okay. So three side points, uh, Zoltana. It's still stunned, isn't it? Yeah. So Zoltana, two attacks with advantage. Oh, oh no! Wait, wait. Huh, the stunned thing. I think it means it has disadvantage. It does have disadvantage it on dex saves. Oh, no, no. It automatically fails, oh, so it shit. takes 60 damage. Oh, shit. This thing is still alive. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> okay. Well, in that case, Zoltana, kill it with your two mega swords. I, I don't have a mega sword. No, so- mega sword. I know. I was. Use the advantage button for God, God damn it. Okay, so uh, you swing left, you swing right, or you swing down, and you do uh, 16 damage in total, so halved is 8. I'm Are you going things, to smite? I'm going to burn wait, things, Mike. Wait, halved? Yeah. Why halved? Slash. Slash. Punch. Oh. Uh, Psychic. Like, all that shit gets halved. I can smite, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can smite. I'm going to do a branding smite. I don't know why I really want this wasp to just make my nightmares worse by making this wasp woman fucking You can't take a bonus action is the only thing. Oh, well, that is a bonus action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smiting in general is a bonus action. No, regular smite is a free action. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then I will regular smite it. But I'm going to do it at a level two and do 2d8. Could you technically double smite? Have a wrathful smite and then do a regular smite. Yeah, technically. Oh my god! And I also do have wrathful smite. Mm-hmm. So that was a fourteen, which 
does not get halved. Yep, she does the the whole fourteen. Uh, you basically, you guys just see like lightning just going off next to you. Rao, you're just sort of standing in here, like pew, 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 and just, just like going off next to you. <laughs> and you just hear Zoltana go, "I fucking hate bugs." Why, why did it? Snakes? Why did it have yeah. to be bugs? It's true. All right, this thing is looking shitty, but uh, it's still upright. Um, bonus action. I'm going to switch to my psychic assault focus. Okay. Just in case, and that is it for me. Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, take cover behind the cart. Good plan. Uh, you go and run and hide. Um, the creature can't do anything, but comes to its senses at the end of this round. Like you just, it has been electrocuted so much, like stunned, knocked out. <laughs> sorry, like punched, punched so hard that a swarm gets stunned <laughs> because it's Ral. Um, <laughs> A swarm gets stunned because it's rare. It then gets electrocuted and gets like, kind of like, huh, I could do a thing. Gets electrocuted like basically four more times to the point where it's just like, I, nope, I'm now conscious and awake. Uh, but it can't do anything this round. So, Rao. All right, well, what it's going to see when it first comes to for that second of not being attacked is Raw trying to stunning strike the shit out of it again. <laughs> so, <laughs> Raw just screaming, ah! <laughs> Punching it in the you face. Just see, back to you, you, you see it's like dead eyes looking towards you, and I just like to see that Rowland the Pat's like, nope. <laughs> so 13 uh, on the first. Fails thing. to hit. Yeah. Oh. 17 on the second. That one hits. Uh for seven damage. I'm gonna go ahead and need a uh God, I hope we don't do anything after this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and do a stunning strike. Okay, what kind of save? Con save. 13? 14. Ah! <laughs> okay. Jesus! <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it would appear it's stunned again. <laughs> okay, and it's going to get punched two more times. <laughs> with advantage. That's so cool. I'm oh, throwing around you it. Are yep. correct about it's that. Stunned. Uh, with advantage, that's 16. <laughs> Yeah, that hits. And I'll actually hit the advantage button for this one. Uh, that's nine damage on that 16. And the last one is 16 for five damage. <laughs> yeah, that hits. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's still standing, but it's more like... It's just like you just see like uh, for those of you seeing from afar, not the bats because he's hiding about but I can't now. But you could just see like maybe one or two of these like cold wasp bugs just like crawling from like the eye socket like down to the nose. But most of them are dead and gone now, dude. Like <laughs> you fucking motherfucker. <laughs> okay, uh, I I guess it's Sultana's go. Okay. Uh, Jesus Christ, dude. You did a you fireball know. out of the gate. Of course, I'm going to stunning strike it forever <laughs> after that. Same shit. All right. Uh, you see Zoltana basically stab forward for a 25, which hits. That's an eight. And oh, wait, no, is that right? 25 is nine damage and then another eight damage. Uh, so basically, you just like slice forward twice. Um, and that's for 17 and I'm gonna do an I'm gonna do a branding smite because I can do an action thingy. 
Alright, next time you hit a creature with a weapon attack, before the spell ends, the weapon gleams with astral radiance as you strike. Uh, the attack deals an extra 2d6 radiance to the target, which becomes visible if it's invisible, and the target sheds a dim light. Can't become invisible. I just really want the, the wasps to glow. <laughs> Me, Casey, you know just wants to have, be more terrified and have glowing let's, a glowing yeah, let's, swarm of of dead people inhabiting wasps. Yeah, cool. So, like, in this kind of, like, slightly dark, dappled, sun-setting way, we're in this, like, tunnel made of, like, vines and leaves and trees and shit. You see this un... this kind of, like, dead corpse of an old dwarven lady with these, like, ice wasps crawling around inside her with now an ethereal glow to it. Thank you, Casey. Thank you for that. (laughs) You're welcome. I figured if I... if we're going to go into my nightmares, I'm just going to make it as bad as humanly possible. That's that's perfect. Uh, you still haven't killed it. Can but I? It's a good can I have an inspiration try. for making it more terrifying? Oh my goodness! <laughs> yes, yes, you may. <laughs> because this is a thing of nightmares. And you made it ten times worse. Yes. Um, good. I should get something for making my life more miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh. It is now. Jen's go. Fuck. All right, Jen's. Uh, she could do that again but that would be boring <laughs> alright fuck it um, Jens is standing up there her hand has like gone down like her hair is slowly beginning to return like down like you know her hood got blown back in the static charge and you just see her like basically just like put her, link her fingers together and like crack the knuckles and then point her hands out forward and you see this green ray shoot forward And it needs to take a dexterity save. No, it's good. Which it natural 20s. Oh, no, it doesn't. It automatically fails. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Because Ral stunned the fucker. Ral, you may not do a lot of damage, but you're the biggest pain in my ass. (laughs) It's almost like that's my job. (laughs) (laughs) To be the pain in the ass. All right. Uh, Okay. Um, As you see a... A ray shoot out um, towards it, and I'm going to use the roller again because this is a lot of damage. A ray Romana. A whole ray Romana. It's, it's a ray something. Alright. As you see, a green disintegrating ray just shoot out from her, her cracked knuckles and hit this thing square in the chest because Ralph fucking stunned the bastard. Um, hmm. Mm. That's not a piercing mm. damage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One might say 71 points of damage. One might say 71 points of damage. Holy shit. All right, this thing... Yep, this thing's not looking good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love Archie's face right now. As you see this green ray shooting out, and one minute you see a very stunned-looking bunch of wasps which are glowing ethereally. And as they're there, you just suddenly see the body disintegrate into a pile of ash. And you see the insect swarm just like spin around in circles. And as it tries to get away from this green beam, the green beam just like shoots out, targets them, and they just trickle into dust. Um, Raul, I fucking hate you. <laughs> You've killed this thing. Oh. It didn't get to do its cool things. Damn it. Balance, I found I the you. bug. And the Raul passes out. Uh. <laughs> oh. All right, yeah, Ral passes out. Um, actually, no, he doesn't quite pass out, I'm afraid. Does he not? No. Um, as you see this thing die in front of you, 
you see the aspect of death. It's like you've seen death before, but this is, I guess because of the swarm nature, you're seeing so many tiny little creatures die all at once, plus this woman die who was technically already dead and disintegrate. You feel that touch of death. You know what death looks like. You know what death smells like. You know what death feels like. Your best friend. You know what death looks like. Yeah, death is your friend. And as you look there and you understand like, oh, this is death, death. This is... This is no body. This is instant cremation kind of death. There's no remains here. You get a cold feeling on your back. And I need everyone who is within 60 feet. Is it 60 foot? That's, that's nope. probably all of us, isn't it? Yeah. Probably. I don't think it is 60 foot. I may need to retract that. Aha! Each creature within 30 feet. So Zoltana for sure. Jen's for sure. Uh, Raoul... No balance. Oh, balance. You may not be affected because you're hiding behind something. I like was behind worse. the cart. Yeah. You're hiding like a wuss. Nuh-uh. It's called strategy. Mm-hmm. We're not retreating. We're advancing in a different direction. You're hiding. I just need to check a thing. You say tomato. It's just presence or whether it's vision. Ah, no. So, in fact, just Sultana and Jens. Um, as what you see is... Something dark erupts from Raoul's back. Zoltana, you're the closest. You can see the flesh beginning to disappear as if his acid is dissolving it around his lower maw. And you can see his eyes are still his, but the rest of his flesh and his body is gone. You can see that his hoodie is turned into a very dark, dark cape. Um, you can see the wrappings that are technically, I guess, his new cloak uh, basically blend into his legs and you just see the skeletals. And you see branch out behind him this cloak very much like a, a set of wings much like the spectre had um i need you to take a wisdom saving throw <laughs> okay i mean wait i'm very wait it, brawl is what happened to roll you well, are, you don't know yet what did you get i got i got an eight technically an 11 technically i got an 11 <laughs> Well, uh, Jens did technically the same. Uh, <laughs> all right, I just need to check out exactly what this condition does. What the fuck? As you basically see Raul turn into this strange kind of spectre hybrid with Raul, you become frightened. This is Death Incarnate standing right next to you. This motherfucker directly standing next to you. Um... You can't get any closer to Ral right now. He's he's just emanating fear. Um, and uh, you currently have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while he's in line of sight. I have for like all of six seconds. Because uh, <laughs> I believe it's one round that this lasts, right? Uh, yeah, it's just real fast, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have disadvantage. Yeah, uh, yeah, so for like the next six seconds, yeah. you have disadvantage on everything, but that's nothing here to affect you. Is that literally, um, that's just a turn, right? Yeah, yeah it's just one turn. Um, and combat has ended. You see this, and then you basically don't want to get any closer to him. You're terrified of what Ra has just turned into. You hear equally disturbed noises coming from Jen on top of the cart, who basically just jumps off the cart and sits and hides down next to balance. Um and then at the end of these like six seconds, you just begin to see Ralph fade back into who he is, how you remember him, how you see him, how Ralph normally is. Ralph, you 
you you went through something. You felt your body change. You felt something happen. You feel that touch of death, that moment, that instinct of seeing something die. You just emanated it from your presence. Like, oh, what the, what the, how, how did I do that? That's basically where you're at as uh, the thing that we keep forgetting to do because uh, you've never triggered it. And I thought, fuck it, you're going to be triggering it now. Um, as as Raoul finally has access to Hour of Reaping, um, where he can make things frightened. Oh, you just have to remember to use it yourself now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, Don't wait for me to tell you to you, you have it. You should have told me you had it and then would have described this cool thing, but you didn't. Speaking of abilities that Neil forgot about, Neil, you have evasion and you got a nice ball dropped on your face. Just so you're, I just so you're aware. Yeah, that means you take half damage. Yeah, if you succeed to an evasion, you take no damage. If you fail, you only take half damage. Oh, yep. okay. I thought you have the same shit that Rogues have. Okay. No. Yeah, no, you basically rogue. happened. Okay. Yep. Well, I'm doing something. Uh, but he forgot that, so he takes the damage. That's, <laughs> that's that's Ralph forgetting that he can dodge stuff. Uh, there you go. This is this is what happens. Um, you see, Ralph turn back into his. Normal, cheery self. Balance pokes oh. his head around the cart. Did we win? Are we good? What the fuck? What? <laughs> I was Raul, back what here. The what the fuck? Raw looks like he's like snapping out of it. And he just like looks at you and looks back down and like does a double take. Raul. I. What? I was having a moment. The fuck? What? What the fuck? Balance comes around the front of the cart. What happened? Rawl. Well, she's just, just looking gestures. down and scratching his head, like looking she at just, the thing, like he's not sure what she's talking about. She just gestures at Rawl, like... Rawl's just shrugging his shoulders. Because she just saw him disappear into nothing, right? Yeah, you basically saw him turn into a Rawl version of the Spectre, but he retained his eyes. That was the only thing. I don't even I- know... How to describe what the f- God damn it, what the hell? Use your words. Uh Jens just like pops ahead around the cart, sees that Ral is back to normal, and is like Now, I was either really, really drunk. I need to sit down. Or you looked dead. Like dead, yeah. dead. No, that's exactly correct about what happened just then. Ral just pops down and takes a seat. Did you Did the, die? Did the Spectre show up? Raul. I didn't see him. Was the specter. What? No. Oh, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that he it's a long story. I mean, it could be deep. Maybe the whole time that we've been doing all this, Raul has actually been the specter all along. What? And she- I feel like I'm really confused. <laughs> I'm really confused. Why are you why did you look what why did you look dead? I didn't. I didn't die. Follow up question. Uh, where's Homer? Uh, Homer's inside the car. <laughs> Homer. He's just like he just like pops his head out. You guys like killed this thing so quickly. Like he was just like whatever. Um, Homer jumps out of the car. Like, no, no, you took care of it. Would have gone a lot smoother if you helped. Well, I considered it, but you guys were doing really well. I I think you did a good job. <laughs> I'll consider that when we get to the time of payments. Well, I'm acting as a guide. If I die now, you're going to find it very difficult down in the earth. Do you know what? It doesn't really matter. You did a good job. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
so I guess you have something new that you can do, Roll? Is that what I'm hearing? I don't know what's going on. What in the great fucking googly moogly? What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> I think she's saying off Google. <laughs> Sounds like you said something from a children's cartoon. <laughs> okay, so... I don't know what that means. Your undead thingy. Can you not do that around me? Because that was... um, I, I didn't like that very much. I don't... I don't know what happened. Uh, I'll try. I guess. I... I don't know. What was it? You looked super dead, dude. Like... I wouldn't even touch that kind of dead. <laughs> um, I'm not though. Well, no, no, I can, I can tell you're alive. I mean, you have flesh and blood now. Oh, Raw just okay. takes note that everyone was scared of him and <laughs> uh, just looks confused. I mean, it wasn't so much scared as it was concerned for. Oh, I was frightened. Uh, she offers Zoltana like one of her bottles of clear booze. <laughs> Zoltana will, will take it. Uh huh. So I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm a little concerned by this. Um, how about how about you stay away from me and I oh. won't set you on fire? Like, listen, listen, Jen. Don't see. Don't threaten Ral. He's a good guy, and if he accidentally turns into a ghost sometimes, that's just his quirk. <laughs> He's not gonna hurt you. And uh, if you set him on fire, I'm gonna have to set you on fire, or or well, slash you with the sword. Well, this, this, I'm this, not gonna lie. And I like you, I, so I don't want to do that. She puts her arm on your shoulder. Like I'm not gonna lie. I think adding the word sometimes phrase sometimes a ghost under list of personality quirks. Um do you know what? I've seen I've seen worse. Fuck it. I'm glad you're on our side. Just don't don't <laughs> you in I'm gonna go have a drink. But <laughs> that's just like begins to wander away. Right. Um but Jens, I don't suppose you know what that was while you're walking away, do you? Uh, she stops, she turns and looks at you and just like shrugs her shoulders like <laughs> Can I go? Oh, no, talking about the, the crazy keepy lady. Oh, the lady. Um, hang on, let me think. Uh, you are also able to, if you guys want to, you can take a survival I, check or a whatever. I'm trained in Arcana. Nah, it wouldn't really be Arcana. No? no. Nah. Is there Religion? a body left here? Uh, the old lady's body is there. She's been dead a while. That didn't get disintegrated or Oh, no, anything? no, yeah, did everything got disintegrated. There's nothing okay. here. It's just dust. Okay, yeah. Um, wasp dust. Unfortunate. Uh, no, I think it would either be like a nature or a survival, I think. Yeah. I'll try a nature check. Not the worst at it. Oh, 19. Uh, this creature came from Bellum. Oh, lovely. This is one of the ever-present threats. You've not seen it yourself before. You've heard rumors of these kind of things. Um, you think they're called an Afrat? 
Um, but that's about it, really. It's uh, a not good demon. Um, cool. Correction, it's not a demon. It's technically an evil little fey creature. Um, but it comes from Bellum. It inhabits the bodies of things it finds nearby. Uh, it can also inhabit living bodies, should it want to. Um, yeah. And will basically dissolve you from the inside out. And usually like a puppet. So, Yeah. This is not pleasant. It can be exceptionally dangerous. It has access to all kinds of weird powers, which you guys didn't get to see, so I can't tell you about anymore. <laughs> Thanks, Raul. Thanks, Raul. Like one of the cool creatures I could have like destroyed you with. No. You'll do better next time. <laughs> I remember next time more than one. <laughs> no. It's okay. Raul's good against hordes too. V, that she one well. thing had over like 200 health. Uh, it had it had a significant amount. It had no. I'm not going to tell you what it has. It had a lot. I'm just going to give it. If it, it was just the three of us, I think it would have given us a run for our money. Uh, yeah, the fact that you stunned it so it automatically failed all of Jens's hits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's not difficult to hit. It has a lot of hit points. Um, its melee attacks are pretty lame, but it has a very limited uh, magic pool. It only got to cast one of its four spells. And that solidifies one of my decisions in the future. Obviously, I'm not going to be able to stunning strike everything. No, I lucked out no, that that thing can... doesn't have a good con because it's fucking yeah. dead. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Uh, so what do you guys want to do? Are you guys going to find somewhere to camp tonight? Are you going to push through the night? or Is it nighttime already? Or I guess we're... Uh, Basically, the sun was going down as you you had this fight. It wasn't a particularly long fight, but it was it was enough. Okay. <laughs> Well, we should find somewhere secure again to make camp. Hmm. Okay. Uh, probably you don't really find anywhere. This tunnel seems to like this tunnel in like the greenery seems to go on quite a way. Um, by the time that it kind of clears out, the sun has gone down. It's, you can't see very well. Um, and you find a little area which is kind of dry-ish. Um the kind of like trees themselves, like the kind of like the weird tunnel effect that just happened, it kind of, it begins to peter out. And by the time you clear through it, you can see this kind of like swampy, marshy area ahead of you, like a couple of hours ahead, um, especially those with dark vision. Ralph, you can't see so little. Um, you can see like the swamps ahead of you. You can see there are little like uh, like little groves um, and like lo- like kind of vines that hang across these trees, but they're, they're kind of far off in the distance. You'll probably you estimate in the only dry area for like a while. A while. Um, it's not really covered, covered, but it's the only place you can be able to stop and rest properly. Um, you kind of have like the tree barrage behind you, and you kind of have a swamp in front of you. You're about as protected as you probably could get. Um, and also beggars can't be cheaters. <laughs> That's okay. about what you have. Um, okay, you guys set up camp there. Uh, is there anything anyone wishes to do or speak to or deal with? Yes. Okay. Raul, what do you want to do? <laughs> uh, he's making things out of wood still. Okay. That's what he's going to do. He's just idling. Uh, I can't think of if he has anything else that he is on his list to do. He's gone over the book so many times that I don't think that. I'm going to throw your lifeline next episode because I think we we we've we've we're running an hour or so more on this one. Oh, then maybe you want to end it now because what I'm going to do is going to be a bit of a thing. Okay, what why do you don't you go do? first? About an hour. 
Why don't you go first? Okay. And then we'll why don't do you it. guys tell me what you want to do, and then we'll I'll decide whether we finish here or not. Because what you think may be a big thing, I may just go like, yeah, they're not going to tell you anything. Um, oh no, because I'm going to ask for all, all about Demarius. Oh shit! Yeah, you might want to end it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, is there anything you'd like to do? Um, I don't know how that conversation is going to go. It might be quick. Drink. But... Drink that 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 clear liquor or whatever it was that I was given by Jens because. Absolutely. Holy shit, Rawls a ghost sometimes now. Hmm. Are you and Jen's going to have like a, like on top of the cart, just having a drinking sesh? Like, oh, we've yeah. seen things, man. We've seen things. Are you moonlighting <laughs> oh, yeah. it right now? Is that she, what's going on? She and I are bonding over alcohol and, yeah. And, and Rawl. And uh, terror. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. So I'm going to say, like, we, we basically end out this session with Zoltana and uh, Jen sitting on the cart or up on the top of the cart, the very top of the cart, like the cupboard X section, whatever. Um, you guys are just hanging out there drinking and talking. And at some point, you'll like meander to bed because, you know, you want to talk to a day if it's possible. Um, Jen's will just stay up drinking a bit more and reading her myriad of stuff. Um, uh, White Needle Homer is again patrolling. Uh, he seems to be very much in his element now that the moon is out. He's he's much happier in the darkness. He's a happy, cheerful chappy just wandering around and checking in on things and he gives you guys your space. Um, and we close out this scene on Raoul and uh, Balance uh, basically sitting around a fire about to chat. Technically, Zoltana, you are within range for hearing them when they do have this conversation. So, okay. Okay. Hi everyone, uh, Raul here. I uh, didn't mean to scare you earlier. Sorry about that. Thank you for listening to the show. We hope you are enjoying. Um, if you have not yet checked out the Kino Backstories episode that has just released, uh, go check that out. These have been very fun to make. Um, if you would like to support the show, you can actually go to patreon.com slash tldpod to help support the show. And uh, some of our patrons actually get early access to the Kino campaign. Uh, so if you want to be two episodes, two months ahead of everyone else and... Uh, help us to improve things such as our show quality, uh, helping us cover the many expenses it takes to make the show. Everyone who is supporting us, uh, we are so grateful for. So uh, thank you all so very much for your support. If you cannot afford to help us out on Patreon, uh, that is okay. You can always help us out by going to iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts and leaving a nice review so that others might find us. And uh, we really love to hear the nice things that you all have to say. So uh, thank you all to everyone who has reviewed us. Thank you to our supporters on Patreon. Uh, we hope that you all are enjoying the Kino campaign. We are excited that you guys are now getting to hear that. So... If you have not already, go and check out the Reckless Play Guild on Facebook. That is our kind of supergroup Facebook uh, a thing that, that we are part of. We're, we're there. Go to Facebook and look us up there. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at TLDpod. You can find us on email at theluckydiepodcast at gmail.com. You can also come and hang out with us on our Discord server, where we love to chat with you guys. Um, you can find a link to that on our Twitter page. Once again, thank you all so much for listening and for your support. We hope you enjoy the Kino campaign as we start that going here. And uh, we will see you guys next time. Bye.
Greetings, fantasy fans. I'm Lenny Swifthands from the comedy D&D podcast, Legion of Renob. <laughs> Dragon Face. From that <laughs> Dragon Face, do you remember when we interrogated that guy? <laughs> yeah. You sure hated getting kicked in the nuts. So you guys are surrounding uh, this one mage. Let's, let's do good cop, bad cop, Dragon Face. I agree. Oh. Hey there, son. What's your name? I kick him in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> my name is... Oh! <laughs> All right. Oh, <laughs> to keep my buddy away from you, just tell me everything I need to know. Who who you work for? Who were those guys? We're the, we're the bad barians. <laughs> bad barians. <laughs> good times, good times. Whatever happened to that guy? He's like a pretty cool dude. The listener will have to find out by listening in at legionofrenob.com. R-E-N-O-B, a comedy D&D podcast. It's honor backwards. <laughs> hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.